Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of the women. That is good. That is good. Flying Monkeys Wargaming Podcast. Before gaming was easy, it would be your mom. Another week, we finally got the audio figured out. Uh, did not have Ben last night. Did not have Alex last night. Alex out of state. Ben had some stuff to do with his family. But we did have Jason Horn. Jason Horn came on and talked about uh, the War for the Wooden Spoon, another GT he's hosting. If you've been to Iron Halo, you know Jason can run a good show. So uh, he talks a bit about it. Then we try to get back into the list reviews. Uh, Dan kind of leads the charge on this. Uh, it turned out to be pretty good. Um, slow at some points, good at others, but it was a good episode. I will shut up. Hope you guys enjoy. Here we go. Wizards ICT. www.wizardsict.com. We have all of your tabletop wargaming, board games, and comic book needs that you could have or want. We will fill them for you. We offer discounts of 10 to 20% on every single order. And if your order goes over $100, we will ship it to you for free. We carry most of the top 40 board games, most of the top tabletop wargames, and Marvel and DC Comics, and a lot of independent books. So if you're looking for a comic book subscription, you're looking for a new board game to try out, you're looking to fill that Warhammer army out with some new models, we can help you out. Check us out at www.wizardsict.com. Hope to hear from you soon. Wizardsict.com and shoot us an email. We'll let you know if we have it, if we can get it, and we will get it to you. Let this help you get your geek on. Uh, uh, a little bit. It's definitely intentional. All right, guys. If you are tuning in, Flying Monkeys Wargaming Podcast. Before gaming was easy, it would be your mom. And we're doing things a little bit different tonight. We have a guest for a little bit. I might let him stay on. I might boot him off. I'm not sure yet. Uh, but I think uh, he's talking about you, Sean. The, the I War- think so. <laughs> the Warhammer Zero, uh, Jason Horn. What's up, Jason? Hey, what's up? You know, honestly, my favorite meme of all the last year was, uh, like, uh, Warhammer's, Warhammer Hero is actually Warhammer Zero from Koozie Gate. So thank you, whoever created that. Probably Dan Sammons. But, probably. Uh, thank You're you. there in the background. Uh, for now, with us, Sexiest Thighs in 40K, Sean Dilly. What's happening, man? Hey, guys. How are you? All right. We'll have the other guys here with us later. Uh, for now, though, Jason uh, wanted to come on and kind of... He's got a GT coming up. Uh, when is your GT? Uh, my GT is the last weekend in August, or excuse me, last weekend in April. So the 24th and 25th. It's you know we do the Iron Halo, which is a huge convention, um, you know, with all the events. But this will just this War for the Wooden Spoon. It's kind of a play on our RTTs that we do, the Battle for the Wooden, wooden Spoon. So uh, this is. April 24th, 25th in Bartlesville. Tickets are on sale. You just go to the ironhalo.org site. And you click on War for the Wind Spoon. You can pick your. You, it goes on some information about the event, kind of standard tournament stuff, uh, code of conduct, um, train guidelines, etc. 
and so we're only planning on having 14 to 15 tables uh, at Paper Games. So that's going to be pretty full. We can probably add some more space depending on if we need. But uh, I just wanted to see how, how many people will want to come out to our event. And so uh, if you click on and then uh, you can actually get your, your tickets. We have uh, we actually have 10 people signed up already. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Or eight people signed up. Me. So I think I'm already and, signed up. Yep, you are. You were like uh, one of the first people. Yeah, so first. that was pretty cool. Get, I actually get a prize for that. I mean, yeah. I, I won't red card you for showing up. Okay. How about the first mask? I'm not sure you have the guts to give somebody a red card. I've never seen that. Uh, yeah, I, I have. Okay. Maybe not at your event, but I do typically hand out cards at uh, first round. So. Okay. Oh, Scuba Steve Hetmeyer, my man. He's 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 coming out of 40k retirement. So. Out of 40k retirement. So that's going to be pretty cool. That's good. I love Steve. He's a good dude. Well, cool. uh, pretty excited, though. Pretty excited to do this. So what? this will be the first GT ran there at Paper Games. Mm -hmm. uh, nice shop in Barlesville. If you have not been, you should be. And mm -hmm. Jeremiah, uh, Jeremiah Allen's the owner, and uh, he's a good dude. Yep. yep. And a uh, nice shop. There's even a, a pupper's floating around. So if uh, you need a dog to pet to, to soothe you as a therapy dog between rounds, uh, he is. Yep. he's a nice dog. Tove is pretty awesome. Yeah, so, yes. Yep. Yep. And so it's going to be a fun event. Yep. Well, good. Are you doing anything different? Or are you just, uh, this is probably going to be the, the smallest GT you've ever ran, man. Are you, are you going to be okay with that? <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's actually smaller than my first GT. It is. I was at the first one, so. I know. I know that was 40. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know, it's actually pretty funny. I talked to, I don't think I talked to you about it, uh, uh, Brian, but, you know, you know, I'm used to running, you know, 50, 60, 80, 80 players, you know, helping out in large events, and then I'm running. I'm, I feel like I feel like I'm super lazy, you know, running this this 28 person event because you know the trains are already done. Um, you know, I gotta make prizes. I think we're gonna have a big old tchotchke spoon for the first yeah. place and last place, so that's gonna be pretty cool. Uh, but we're just gonna try something different. I know um, the store is pretty awesome to us, and so we want to bring them some new business, and I think we can get you guys some some discounts on some GW product when we're out there. Nice. Uh, and, uh, and, and you know, I'm just here to help out the store, help out our local community, and hopefully the guys, um, you know, I really want Oklahoma people to show up more than anything. I love the Kansas folks and everybody around me, but I'm, I'm kind of I'm also doing this for the, uh, for the Oklahoma 40K crew as well, so that's kind of my intent. Yeah. It's kind of a rebuilding community down there, so it's uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys are you guys will do good. I, I'm trying to hit up uh, Zane and a couple of guys and get them to go. I don't know. Why has Zane signed up yet? Well, I, I don't want to give all Zane's personal business, and uh, there's like nothing bad going on in his life. There's just a lot of good things going on in his life, and I'm not sure he can commit to a whole lot. So, um, hey, that's his information to give. So. Well, let's uh, tell him I'm going to miss him because I would definitely red card him because yes. of those stupid uh, lightning locks <laughs> that are terrible. Yeah. No, but Cam signed up. Cam's a, an Oklahoma guy. Andy Cole, I hadn't seen him in a tournament at Dog's Age. Yeah. Uh, not sure I know Ryan Snyder. Scuba Steve's Oklahoma. Uh, yeah, yeah. Tyler, <laughs> I mean, there's, a, there's, yeah, there's a, quite a few uh, Oklahoma folks. But Where, hopefully where's get... the notorious Nate Bates? How come he's not supporting you local? I think, I think you know what? He always signs up at the very end, right? For the Except most for part. Flying Monkey Con. He signed up for that one. 
Well, we we give that sweet swag early in the event, so that's true. That is true. Well, good. Uh, but yeah, I think I think you know since we're what almost what two months out, so over two months out, I mean it'll fill up pretty quick. Yeah. So I, I think um, you know it's really interesting with uh, COVID still going around and uh, pe- people are limited to play. Um, I think I think we're gonna. I, I honestly think we're gonna fill up probably a month before the event. Uh, I would be shocked if we didn't, but you never know. Yeah, I my GT sold out in a day. Yeah, I know. You know what? No one is as popular as you, Brian. And I, I have, I've come to realize. <laughs> I don't know that. if I'd use popular. I think it's more like infamous because uh, you guys were around when I broke the internet last week. So it's. Uh... But but you use it to your advantage, which is sometimes sometimes. Yeah. It's true. It's, FYI, we are doing. We have COVID precautions are on our website, so yeah, you're interested in that. I am going to start putting COVID protocols in the uh, in the events, so it's uh, so people do not travel and feel feel slighted. So, are you using the uh, Iron Iron Halo Con COVID protocols? Is that what you're yep. using for wooden spoon? It should it should, it should uh, reflect. It should say wooden spoon on there too. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, yeah, at the top, the title. Wow. Iron Helicon and War for the Wooden Spoon GT. So, you know, Oklahoma, especially Bartlesville, doesn't have any mandatory regulations as far as uh, COVID protocol. So we could actually go inside a building and not wear a mask or have to be spaced out or, or anything. That's so, insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm just saying, you know, uh, locally, as of... As of today, the uh, February 18th, there are literally no COVID precautions here in, in Barzo, Oklahoma. Man, I might move down. So, but we added some just because I think it's uh, just be on the safer side. Yeah. So, pretty standard stuff. But. Well, good. Well, I think the event will go ro- go well, and I look forward to it. That'd be good. I mean, I'm just, I'm just hoping. Uh, I'm looking forward to you know you attending a small GT and actually behaving yourself this time. With Dude, me. I, I have not misbehaved at a GT <laughs> since uh, 2015. So I know, I know, I know. But at my my small GT, not anyone else. Yeah, I need to. It's good. No, what I'm liking it because I've I've ran, you know, between like Monkey and the Wizards GT, I've ran three GTs, you know, within the last calendar year, and I'm tired of not playing. So. I was kind of glad to hear you put that on. What is all that background noise, Sean Billy? Something I don't know. Are you still hear something? I scratched my nose. Okay. Yeah, that's like probably that. what it was. That's interesting. All the whiskers into the microphone. <laughs> so. All right, the tickler. guys. It's a little tickler. What's that? This is the tickler. French, the, 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 the KC tickler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, so what else is uh? So is yours the only in April? Are there other? Yeah, that, the, yeah. Actually, at the end of April is the uh, GT at Hero Complex. I think end actually. of May. Is that May? Actually, Sean's got the page up. Look at him; he's on it. No, do that. So, if you guys are watching out there or listening, you know, go to the Lord Marshall site, click on uh, events, and then you'll be able to pull up all the events that are coming up for the Lord Marshall. Pretty awesome. Uh, upcoming events, excuse me, and uh, yep, we're the right now. As of now, it's the only event in April. So that's it. 
coming up in March is a free state GT, which I think is sold out. Carrie, Carrie pimped that one out. Man, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. It is. And then um, Josh, that's Josh's event up in uh, Iowa. Yep. The uh, 40K March Madness. That's really an original name there, Josh. Good job on that one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, my God. That's true. It is. Yeah, uh, no, we miss those guys from Arkansas. We haven't seen them forever. That's true. So. I miss them. But they, they became, wasn't it Desperate Allies last year it went? It was. Yeah, it was. They, they went from March Madness to Desperate Allies. So. It's it's interesting. I haven't done any events. I haven't talked to uh, Nathaniel in a long time. So uh, he was the guy that kind of took over the reins of March Madness. But uh, I know that him and Heath and and a lot of people are out there and in, in, uh, in Arkansas. So if you guys are listening to Arkansas, come up to, to our GTs, come say hi to us, and be good. What is that? Oh my! One of my retarded friends Snapchatted me, and I accidentally clicked the thing. So, <laughs> it is what it was. So, well, good. So then, uh, where was I? Oh, Shamrocks and Shenanigans, twenty uh, seventh of March. That's at my store, uh, and the, I think that put the COVID protocols on there. So, if you yep. if you plan on coming to that, uh, look at the look at the COVID protocols. You, you know, if you look at the events at uh, in February. If we can go back there, Sean. I mean, we have like a bunch of events still, all on the twenty uh, one this weekend, and then all on the twenty uh, seventh. So, well, good. So that's gonna be cool. Yeah. Well, LordMarshall.org. You can track all the events of the Lord Marshall. Where to get the points? Where to where to hit the tournaments? And uh, make sure you hit the uh, the war for the wooden spoon. It's interesting to hear that. I just think wooden spoon. Yeah. Yeah. So. Do you think I should award like you know first place obviously gets all the points, but do you think I should make a big hoop law for the the last place wooden spoon guy? Also wooden spoon. I mean, if that's what, that's what you, it it's your tournament, buddy. You do whatever you want with it. That's fair. That's fair. What would you like? What would I like? Yeah. I don't know. I'd like uh, like a like a shot at winning a GT. So that's why I'm going. Oh, okay. Um, wouldn't mind walking away with a little bit of prize prize in my pocket. Oh no, yeah, we'll definitely do some prize support. We'll probably put maybe half half of the maybe somewhere half of the tournament. Yeah, I, I guess while we're on the topic, I, I guess the way I've been looking at GTs is uh, you know prizes. You sprinkle some in the top, sprinkle some in the middle, and then uh, do something for the last. And that way, that way, everybody feels like they're in contention for something at the end of the day, like. Uh, yeah. Did you do door prizes at your event? I did do door prizes at my event, and uh, I gave away quite a bit of good stuff. Yeah. And uh, even though it was a smaller event, you know, I, I basically what I basically did was took the uh, took the prize port and uh, put it back in, or not the prize port, I put, took the gate and put it back into basically giving prizes out to people. Yeah. And then that's uh, popular. Yeah, and then paid off a couple of small things. So, but uh, it went well. Oh, yeah, on top got... of the surprise support, it's always been weird to me that you give the best painted more paint stuff. I was saying, well, don't they already have this? They're best painted. They probably have a lot of that's paint. True. Well, it's because have you seen some of these fucking armies? You want to give to someone that's actually going to use it. Yeah, that's fair. But I just think at the same time, it's like, well, they're probably just going to keep this on a shelf for a minute because they don't uh, need it yet. I mean, let me ask you this: Would you guys give like a certificate to a? Uh, 
<laughs> professionally painted painter. Oh, that'd painter. be awesome! I'd love to get that. Hang on, let's re let's check the word well, on that. Yes. What now? Yeah. Would you wait? Do I need to say anything? Are we yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was like, what? Restate what you just said. No. Okay. So what if we what if we gave the best pa painted player like uh, a certificate for you know. Two hundred dollars for uh, a commissioned unit of some kind. I don't know. That'd be kind of counterintuitive, right? Or would it? I'm not sure. I'm a fan of that. Like maybe it could be a prize you win, you know? Yeah. For for something like you know, first, second, or third place prize type of deal. Sure. Or it could be a raffle or something like that. I mean, I would love to win something like that because I. Uh... I'm not a good, great painter. I think I'm okay. I can do passable if I put some time into it, but if I don't have to paint, I'm happy, basically. You know what? I think I'll, there's a, a... Yeah, I would agree with that. I'm not a very good painter. Nope. I Definitely passable, but yeah. So, I think that's... Uh, that looks like Dan Salmon's forehead. That's just Dan. Wait, is Dan on here? Dan is on He there. is now. Oh, man. I think Dunkalicious just popped in. That's cool. Does that mean you're kicking me off? Well, I mean, we can. Ah! Wow! <laughs> Who was that? <laughs> was that Duncan? Oh my gosh, I haven't talked to Duncan forever. He I, lives. Neither have we. <laughs> he just talked to me last week. Oh, I, thought, well, I was talking 40k talking. Well, last time you guys probably talked was bottom table at some GT, right? Oh, shit. Man, you keep talking that shit, but uh, I specifically remember you and I playing on the stream table. I don't know, whatever round that was at Halo. But it's okay. Yeah, what, what happened during it? I cried. Hey, I was there. And I fought honorably. Win or lose. Yeah, okay. You lost. You lost. For people, was Jason, you're he welcome lost. to stay on. What do you want to do? Uh, I think. Well, you have like what, twelve people on here? Well, we we're actually going to talk competitive 40k, so you and Duncan might be worthless, but it's probably true. I have. Uh, well, I do want to say that we're having uh, Duncan. I expect to see you at the uh, War for the Wood Spoon end of April. That is uh, that's tax season. That's, that's after no, tax season. It's after tax season, but I'll have a two-week-old child, so probably not. Hey, let me tell you what. Let me tell you what. I went to Feast of Blades with a with a three-month-old at home, and I'm still married. Two weeks. <laughs> I am still married, so you know what? Do it in in the work. And I'm married ten years now, and you should. You, you, what you should do is just do it and ask for forgiveness later. Listen, at yeah. that age, they sleep all the time, anyways. Yeah, exactly. So just put them in the fucking baby carrier and leave them under the table while you're playing the game. <laughs> they sleep yep. and eat. Guess what? You can't beat them. Dan, you seem Man, skeptical. Got, Are you alright? <laughs> you think I'm no, tired now? Could you imagine me trying to fucking feed a baby and do all the Warhammer shit? Yeah, I'm no, doing all every, the other Warhammer shit. Feeding the kid is not bad. You just give him the bottle and they and you put your blanket underneath the bottle, so it props it up. It's mm. when you have to change that dirty diaper. On the table. Hell yeah. yeah. All right, we're done. We're done with diaper talk. So. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, I'll, I'll jump out of here, you guys. You guys have fun. Dan, always good seeing you. All right, later, Jason. Thanks for coming on. See you, Jason. 
Yeah, my Skype was like frozen. I had to like disconnect it and reconnect it to get the thing to show up. Nice. I invited Ben. I'm not sure if Ben's available or if he's going to be. It shows him yellow. So, what's happening, fellas? Chilling. Chilling. Hanging out. Are you over there? Uh, Dan's over there operating in the jank tank. Diving deep. Deep diving to the jank tank. Got horses printed and head, heads uh, glued on. I'm in the process of gluing the heads on. <laughs> Just say the, the the nights of Sleepy Hollow or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually pretty. Cool. Yeah. So. Uh, what are you doing messing with frozen pipes, Dan? Oh, it's for work. Yeah. Dude, I had a, I had the week of weeks as far as like everything going wrong that could go wrong. Yes, you did. Uh, <laughs> got so banned from Facebook. I got banned from Facebook. So it started like Friday. So I've been a. Uh, it's been a day for like a week now. Uh, but so you know, you guys. I think I don't know. I guess I don't know if any of you guys been in my house, but it's an older house and like there's old pipes. And we have one space heater, and like stuff was starting to freeze up, and mm-hmm. so I hit up, you know, Facebook and asked if anybody had space heaters. And so Baby Gap was like, "Yeah, I got two because they had heat issues for a while. So I think they had space heaters at their house because of the heat uh, with being out. And so he told me to come over and get them. So I go over to his house. You know, and the roads are caked, and it's nasty out. Mm-hmm. And it's frozen, and you know, I'm in a four wheel drive Jeep, so I'm like, I'm cool, and uh, get over to his place. I get up there, I load up the space heaters, and I go down to the bottom of his, his drive, and, like, it slopes down into the street Well, it was all snow-filled. And so my tires were spinning, and I thought, okay, I'm just going to stop and put it in four-wheel drive. So I stop, and I put it in four-wheel drive, and then I put it in reverse, and it just goes... And, like, no wheels are moving, no transmissions engaging, no anything. And I'm like, motherfucker. So, like, I... I take it out of four-wheel drive uh, high, put it like four-wheel drive low, and like two-wheel drive back and forth, back and forth, and it's not doing anything. And some uh, like, uh, bitch, and like I'm in his driveway, like blocking his driveway, and he's like, "We're not going anywhere anyway." So um, I called like Geico roadside assistance, and this is like twelve in the afternoon, and they're like, "Yeah, we'll be by about two fifty." And then, like, yeah. and like four o'clock, they hadn't showed up yet. So I called them, and they're like, "Yeah, we'll probably buy about like five o'clock." And I'm like, "Huh?" And then, like, like four fifty or the five o'clock comes and passes, and they're like, "Yeah, we're just gonna get there whenever we can get there." And I'm like, "You realize like my car is blocking somebody's driveway?" And then finally, like, it was either seven or eight, I can't remember, but they finally got the fucking car damn. and get it to the the dealership. And then the dealership's like, "Yeah, it's an easy fix." And I'm like, "Great." And they're like, yeah, but the part's going to take four days to get here because of the weather. And I'm like, awesome. So, <laughs> so What just, was wrong with it? A, a, a linkage piece broke on the transmission. Uh, so, like, the transmission it's itself's it's... good, you know. And, and so, luckily, it was a few hundred bucks and not a whole transmission or transaxle or something. So, That's good. Yeah. My, my Jeep is in good working order, so... And then, uh, dude, but like it's all all week. Like, dude, it started with the podcast not recording last Thursday, and then just like here we are the next week, and like anything that can go wrong has went wrong. Or did it start when you had to eat something out of your store? 
No, that's fine. I'll, I'll eat uh-huh. somebody out of the store any day of the week. So. <laughs> or did it start when someone wrote an article about your story? Well, that would have been Friday. <laughs> Lord Almighty, I'm not going to address that because I got words. So it's uh, that's hopefully done and over with. And I am now putting, when I list an event in BCP, I'm putting at least something about COVID protocols on there. So. We did the same thing for Monkey, I think, when the tickets went up this week. Right, Duncan? Yeah, you must have done it because I didn't do that. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's uh, so so people don't drive when they when they don't understand the local guidelines and what rules are going to be. Well, there's an easier way to fix that. What's that? Just don't allow Goonhammer. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw you liked my comment the other day. About oh, what, like what do you call a group counts. of Karens? Oh, yeah. A good hammer. That's <laughs> <laughs> so. uh, too funny. Oh, man, frustrating. So, Well, guys, uh, since we did not... Uh, since last week's episode did not record, do you guys want to try it again? Talk about like uh, what makes a good list, what we, we look at and do in our list, and yeah. secondary things like that. So... Um, I'll start with uh, let's start with Dan, uh, last year's ITC champion apparently, so he knows a little mm-hmm. something about list building, or at least being Magic. the luckiest, the luckiest motherfucker in the Midwest. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> so what would you say is like the first principle for a good list building? What should someone like sitting down and trying to master some basics? Where should they start? Uh, with I think with ninth, I think the first thing to think about when you're building a list is secondaries. Okay. Just, you know, good example is you want to be able to uh, have a plan if your opponent doesn't give up anything. So you want to make sure that you have the ability to pick, you know, and this doesn't, this does not work for all factions. So let's start with that. Um, but you want to try to have a plan for being able to pick three secondaries regardless of what your opponent brings. And then you also want to think about, uh, you know, not necessarily taking certain things to not give up. Uh, too many secondaries. That's kind of what I think with ninth where I would start. So, and just going down uh, like a good example. So, um, when I'm building, if I'm building a Space Marine list, uh, the first it, it used to be for me, it used to be incursors. Didn't matter what the Space Marine list was, it's going to have a unit of incursors in there uh, because they fill. They're they're they can be very toolboxy. They give you the infiltrate deployment which is good on certain scenarios. It's good for denying other people's pregame movements. You know, they just really, it's a really strong unit. But it also, uh, especially with how that one uh, stratagem works, to pick up a Phobos unit and then put it back down, it, it, it opens up deploy scramblers, and it opens it up that your opponent has to um, block their backfield for all five turns, or you're going to score it. So uh, that's that's like one that's a, this is like a quick example of just something that you need to think about during list design, uh, to you know make sure you build your list in, in a way uh, to be able to score secondaries. And, and kind of on that point, you know, I don't actually like incursors anymore unless you're taking a patrol or something. I actually think eliminators are a better option because they do the same thing for cheaper. So, and they have the added utility of being a sniper. And so randomly causing your opponent to play differently. So I think I see a resurgence of snipers with some of the the Death Guard and uh, 
Dark Angels characters popping about. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, not Dark Angels because they got the command squads, but uh, <laughs> but uh, that Death Guard, that little tally man, he doesn't like a couple snipers popping off at him. Given him, not very many wounds either. What did you say, Duncan? They don't have very many wounds. No, they're only four wounds. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I think I think that's yeah a good example that there's there's wait, just something you got to build. Just think about secondaries long before you get to the table. Yeah. All right. So let's say if you start like what what am I going to build this list to do secondary wise on the table? Um, what do you think about? I'll throw this over to Sean. What do you think about list balance? What should you be thinking about? Balancing in a list when you're when you're writing it or building it. Oh, um, Durr. What's the question? <laughs> I know, right? What's well, me? Me? Go to Duncan. Uh, <laughs> so Duncan, uh, when you're logging wise? on the tabletop yeah. simulator, <laughs> man, I literally went to an event. Well, I guess it was last month. The month before that, I was at an event. Okay. <laughs> All right, can I get the question again? No, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> How do you this feel about Jeopardy. list balance? What do you what do you look at for balance a balanced list whenever you bring one, or do you even bring a balanced list? Is is, is it necessarily a nice um, and anybody can chime in after Sean answers? So for me personally, I don't think I typically build towards the balanced list idea. Um, most of my lists generally will skew one direction. Um, and currently, my current list is probably a, on the more survival aspect, um, and that has. Uh, Let's say glass cannon because it's death guard, but it has it has it does have a lot of punching power, but it's very slow. So it's not so much a balanced list where it can get all over the board. It can score you know objectives all over the place and stuff like that either. I can't I can't even do a lot of objectives because I only have box walkers and they don't do that for me. Um, so me personally, I don't build uh, balanced lists, but I try to build efficient lists. Is what I try to do. So I try to have units that are efficient with with what they do. So example is a death shroud, three man death shroud. That's 150 points. They can reliably kill, you know, 20 plus orc boys if they get to charge off first. And that's sufficient to me. So and and they're just not dying immediately. They're they're just very efficient what they do. They move forward. They take up space, and they don't die. I think that's that's kind of the whole idea of building a list like that is <laughs> it's not a skew, but you're just taking so much efficient shit that you're saying, I'm just going to try to murder you and then score points, which is 100% yeah. a viable way to play. Always try to trade up with, with your, your stuff. I don't mind, I don't mind suiciding a 150-point squad if I'm killing a... 300-point squad, uh, you know, 400-point squad, or tying up that squad even. Like, I don't even have to necessarily trade out point for point. I'm fine with trading uh, below that if I am stopping them from doing something. Okay. So I was, I mean, one of my games, I was throwing Death Shrouds in the Mortarian to keep him in a certain point of a table so he can move from that spot. Yeah, makes sense. Anything to add to <laughs> Um, when it comes to a balance list, I know Brian's said it about a million times, but redundancy is super important, because like Sean was just saying, I mean, how many times have you had a unit just get locked down that's a really pivotal unit, and 
you know, they're the workhorse and they can't do anything because they're locked down in combat or whatever else. So if you have another unit that does the same thing, it's uh, adds a lot more, adds a lot more to your list. Yeah. Well, that's one thing I see in a lot of lists is like one of the mistakes I see new players make is they kind of, you know, they build their armies like we did. You know, you kind of do the smorgasbord thing like the. You go in one week and you pick up this super cool unit for your army. You go back the next week, you pick the next super cool unit for your army. And then you finally get 2,000 points and you play. And you turn around and like none of the shit synergies, synergizes. I can't talk tonight. And then uh, none of the shit works together in the way it is. And then like there's zero redundancy because like they, you know, they're running like a battalion with like a predator and, uh, and a unit of suppressors and a redemptor dreadnought. And... Or Devastators with the Missile Launcher, Heavy Bolts, or Last right. Cannon, uh, <laughs> and whatever else. So I think you have to resist the temptation to take all your cool shit and kind of dial it down and have, like, duplicates of stuff that does something well. And I, I use the example of, like, Dan's Burner Bombers. You know, like, if, if you line up against some orcs and you see one Burner Bomber, what are you going to do if you go turn one? Like, you're, you're going to smoke that thing off the damn board. And if you go, you know, and he's still going to have one on his turn, because the odds of you killing two of those are pretty low. Have you had both of those die in a game yet? No, there's um, uh, before I got go to use them. Second. So. Yeah, I just <laughs> go first. Never mind, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> but there's, there's very, there's not many armies that are going to shoot two of them off. Yeah. So and most so, people get one, and sometimes they don't even get one, so... And so that's my point is like if you have like not you know just bringing like one redemptor dreadnought doesn't do a whole lot for you bring two and you know also on the other side of that which like we talked about it in our local chat today is uh making sure you don't go too far on that other end of it like I don't think I think three redemptor dreadnoughts are too much you know it's like if you're taking three redemptor dreadnoughts I feel like you're shorting your list and some bodies to you know, hide on stuff or sit on objectives or like talking about scramblers or banners, whatever. You're, uh, they're not really good for a lot of secondaries. Um, they're, they're good at killing, they're good at close combat, they're survivable. But to like just triple down with them, I think is a little bit too much redundancy in a list, you know. And there's, and I think most any good unit like Blade Guard, Eradicators, whatever, as far as Space Marines are concerned, have a sweet spot of, that's where the redundancy of it needs to be, you know. And I, and I know there's a lot of examples in other armies out there, um, but that's that's what I say when I, I'm talking about redundancy. Is like you need to have more than one, but you don't need to go whole hog where you're just, uh, you know. I don't know. And there's times that those rules can be broken, like that dumbass fucking chaos bomb list that Sean was running. Like, it's Iron Halo, but... It's as cheap as good and do what I need to do. So. You know, and every now and then, I'm not saying don't break that rule, but I'm just saying in general. Yeah. Because if something's that broken, um, more than likely it's going to change or get fixed at some point. So, you know, yeah. I, I, that's that's what we'll say about that. So, what... Uh, I mean, I play, it while, play it while it's good. Play it, you know, play it while it's good. You expect it to change, but just play it while it's strong kind of thing. Right, yeah. right until but, the wheels fall off. Uh, my, yeah. my only comment on on balance lists because I try to I try to build balance lists just from I want you know to be able to have some range damage and some melee damage mm -hmm. and board control I try to build a balance list uh, and I, I think it just generally I like that from the aspect of you might not have the you're not you know 
you might not have a super hard counter to anybody, but you have answers for everything. So, um, yeah, you know, and I, I, and one time we went that. Did you? Were you, trying to think, you weren't at. The, you were at that one in Topeka. A couple was that a month ago, Sean? Right? Yeah. Yeah. So that yeah, because you played Bills Necrons, and I played mm-hmm. him on round two, and. Going to that that tournament, I was trying out a sisters and custodes list, and I knew I was lacking guns enough guns to to do something. And I played against his custodes with or his Necrons with Silent King. I did not kill Silent King, and having Silent King get to play with you for five turns is not a fun experience, you know. So and just because I I really lacked the firepower to to deal with something like that, so. But that's that's usually I, I like to build a balance list from that aspect of have, you know, I like to have a deep strike threat. I like to have some long range guns, some short range guns, some melee hitters, you know, some sort of trick at some level. But that's that's and that's kind of a personal preference, I think. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's good to have the ability to do it all, um, but different. Where I differ from from Dan is like you know, there's these different phases of the game: movement, psychic shooting, etc. Uh, my list typically will focus on, you know, two or three of those and winning those. And I will just give up on one. Like, I say, alright, well, I'm not shooting too much. I have my Plague Crawlers, which are my quality shooting, but past that, I was like, I don't really have shooting in my list. Mm-hmm. But I am confident I can generally win the Psychic phase, and I can generally win the Fight phase, and I'm very survivable, so I'll stick around for a while. Yep. And one thing that I think kind of Dan hinted on but he didn't necessarily name it was um, and this is something that like Matt Root talked to me about like what is your play style like what's your play style when you're playing 40k you know because if you're trying to shoehorn yourself into something that doesn't fit your play style like you're not going to have fun with it um, you're not going to be able to you know long term stick with it because you like it or you don't like it like would you have elements of stuff in there that you'd like to play with like, every list that I play with, I know that I need some kind of close combat component. Like, mm-hmm. I, I cannot build a list where I don't have some sort of close combat threat or close combat component that... It doesn't have to be, like, the best close combat unit in the game, but, like, you know, for now, for sisters, like, Repentia or Hot, you know? So, like, Repentia filled that role for me for having, like, that close combat component, you know, which I guess the Penitent Engines, you know, the fires do the same thing, too, but... Like, I like having strong close combat units in a list. And I, I don't think I can play a, a, a strictly close combat unit list and have fun playing the game. But I know that when I'm building a list, I need to have something that that just scratches that itch enough to the point to where, you know, I'm going to have fun playing 40k. And so, like, what's your play style? You know, what, when you're, when you like to shoot, do you like to... You know, is it tricky play? You know, some people like to find gimmicks, like Cookie, you know, is the king of jank, and mm-hmm. likes to find stuff that catches people off guard or catches them on the back foot. And, like, that's cool if that's what you want to do. But just, like, have that in mind when you're building a list. You know, is this list going to be, you know, for, it should be fun. You know, you should have fun playing something that fits your play style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys got anything else to add? Just kind of on that and a little, little offshoot but like you know if you find something that you like even if it's not the best thing there's probably ways to make it work you know mm-hmm. if, if you have and this is this is just a totally situational sort of example because I've been trying to 
I've been messing around with uh, Death Corporate Creek horses. So trying to trying to see how good those are. And they have, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, the horses, they're, they're, they're pretty annoying to kill. They don't do that much. They're just annoying a lot of wounds. Um, but the, they have an elite unit. Uh, they're engineers, just, just guardsmen. Uh, but they're BS3 guardsmen that have gas grenades. So you look at the gas grenade stats, they're a D6 grenade. Um, so hit on threes, and then they are a basically a poison weapon that auto-wounds on a two-up with a negative two AP oh. uh, and one damage. Isn't there a strat, though, where your entire unit can eat a grenade? Yeah, so they yeah you can throw ten grenades. So <laughs> oh. <laughs> the, first, the first time I looked at that, I was like, "Oh, that's really good," but how? Like, you're never gonna, you're never gonna make it work. Like, they move six inches and they throw six inches. So, so, and I think, I think that's a good example of. Um, most people look at that, say, "No, there's no way, there's no way to buff that. It's trash." Well, and then it's one of those things. And I was kind of like, "There has to be a way to make these work." For set for a hot second, I thought Valkyries worked with them, but they don't really. Uh, but then we thought about it some more. I was like, you know, and actually, you just th- you throw them in a Chimera. Uh, and then the way the game progresses, you can make them work. Um, because if you, depending on what, you know, assuming your army, if you got a couple of those guys in a Chimera, at turn one you move them up and you, you pop smoke or anything like that to just just it's just a Chimera with some guardsmen in it. It is it is very low on the two kill priority for my opponents. I have a lot of other things to deal with, but after turn one of moving up. That, that chimera is now sitting next to an objective. Not on the objective, just next to it. So if your opponent decides to make a move, uh, then you get to get out of the chimera and, and roll up and gas grenade somebody. You know, And so it's one of those, like on paper, it might not work. In the game, you might have to do, you might have to take, do something a little different, but you can make mm-hmm. something work if you... In, in, in a lot of cases, not necessarily anything. So. Like another example of that is, is the old possessed list, or I guess people are still playing possessed list. It's like possessed on paper are they're okay, mm-hmm. they're maybe a little pricey for what they do. And then you add in, you know, the massive possession. You add in, you know, whatever the dark apostle, whatever. I don't know all the stuff that does it. And then you add alpha legion, and there's all these stacking things to it. And it's all of a sudden it's like this unit is a scary unit. All of a sudden, yep. how'd that work out for you, Duncan? Oh, it doesn't matter anymore because I can't take uh, <laughs> I can't even take the warlord trait all the spicy stratagems because you say that wasn't there a list that was played with a bunch of uh, possessed that did pretty well like mm-hmm. last month two months ago someone in Australia did 60 yeah. assist 60 so. yeah <laughs> I think it was it was sixty possessed with uh, master possession for the defensive buffs, and then a slanesh attachment so they could all advance and charge. I think and mm-hmm. it was. I think there were some terminators in it too, right? Wasn't the MP that was a different list? I think. Oh, yeah. There was there's two chaos lists that were both doing well in that event. <laughs> so, but I mean that's yeah. There's just again there's just if you if you want a special snowflake with the unit. Um, there is probably a way to make it work at some level. Will it always be the most efficient thing? Not necessarily, but you can you can you can get it to the point to justify using it if that's what you need to do. So, yeah. and then like with with list two, you can also identify like certain 
certain uh, like chapter tactics, certain stratagems too that will you know benefit your list and benefit your playstyle too. So you want to look for those as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially like Space Marines. You know, you don't just because your Space Marines are painted blue or red or whatever. You have access to how many books they have? Like ten, ten different Space Marine books. <laughs> so if there's a if there's one of those books that fits your playstyle better. 99% of the people out there aren't going to care if your ultramarines are being used as as salamanders, so or or dark angels. Better better example. Fair. All right, you want to do some uh, you want to do some list reviews? We still have our list from last week. We tried to review that uh, fell apart on us. Sure. I think how do we? Those up. Who pulled them up last week? I did. Dan. You, you still have access to them? I'm uh, looking right now. Because people Probably. ask me, do you review my list? I'm like, well, let me tell you. It <laughs> <laughs> was the start of retrograde. So you gotta tell, well, did you watch the YouTube video that I posted? I mean, follow my content, you'll know. <laughs> All right, I got them. All right. So, what's the first list we got? So first one is a salamander detachment. So this is looks like a vanguard detachment, captain in Phobos armor, chapter master, rights of war, uh, primaris tech marine, and then in for troops an infiltrator a squad, elites uh, a aggressor squad five man, a five man blade guard five man blade guard, a chief apothecary. Um, and then two Redemptor Dreadnoughts, three Multi-Melta Attack Bike Squads, a Storm Speeder Hammer Strike, and then a fat unit of, looks like, uh, Eradicators with heavy Melta Rifles. <coughs> well, right off the bat, I don't think that Storm Speeder... <laughs> I would cut the Storm Speeder from there. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. cool models, but I don't think they're very good. So what yeah. are we- yeah, that's like, like the storm speeders are a great example of something that is going to generally work better if it's used as dark angels to give it an interval. So if you if you that that's something you want to make work. But I, I think what we talked about in this one is, you know, you're you're just so close to the point of, you know, you have a you're paying a vanguard, so you're paying three CP right off the off the top, um, and then you're he's buying extra. Relics, extra warlord traits, you know, and everything. So you're starting the game with five command points, I think. Ugh. Which it's not, it's not enough for space marines. N- no, space, especially salamanders, and especially salamanders that have flamers in them. Well, like you the, have, that aggressor squad needs some CP to fuel it, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. there's just there's there is no no reason to unless you, again unless you're playing dark angels like a deathwing thing or a ravenwing thing. There is no reason not to 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 be take to losing that much CP, so I think uh, switch it to a battalion or or maybe even go to two patrols or something like that. But you know that's that's my first reaction is yeah. Battalion's probably the best because you got just as many elite slots as you would in a vanguard, so you're not missing out on anything. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think, and you know, inf- yeah, unless the hammer shark is some secret tech that I don't know what it does, it's like that's like the immediate first drop I see in the list. Yeah, I just, I don't, 
you know, the Eradicators and Salamanders, the Eradicators make sense. They're good. The attack bikes. I only thing I How don't many attack like, bikes are there? It's a three man squad. Three. Oh, a three man squad. Okay. All right. And that's that's an example of what I, I don't like to see. Like having three attack bikes all with multi meltas, that put that puts a much bigger target on that unit. Mm-hmm. Um it, it's useful for the apothecary to, to res back, but I, I usually would like to see, you know, more smaller units and that, that that's kind of maybe a personal preference I, I like that too typically i'm under the the idea of i'd rather have three single man units than one three man unit because you can people start to split fire things and also once you start split firing things things are living in the end with a wound yeah. and they're feeling real bad after that <laughs> or i mean and then when it comes to three attack bikes, you know, I can just shoot one. Okay, well, I got my Riptide. I'll shoot just my Riptide at them, and he's dead now. Mm-hmm. Uh, going back to playing to secondaries, I mean, engaging on front is a lot easier to do with three to attack bikes rather than one three-man attack bike unit. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's kind of, you know, he's got um, on his, looks like his prime, as apothecary is his warlord. Um, he's got the never give up, um, never give up trait, the Vox Espiritum, and What's the, that's, give up trait? that's what I'm not, sh- I'm not t- entirely sure which one that is. And he's got I thought you give him selfless healer. Okay, I was like, selfless so he's got selfless healer. healer. I'm not sure what never give up is. But the Vox Espiritum on an apothecary to increase the range from three to six, I don't really like that. I... It's you're you're not gonna be able to spread out that much more. I don't think it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Not for a six up. Yeah. Yeah, no. if it's a five up maybe, but yeah, six up not at all. And then and then he's got the so that that you know, you maybe could drop that relic or, or tweak that around and then the Captain and Phobos armor with rights of war, that makes sense. Chapter master makes sense. You wanna help the help the uh, eradicators out. Um you know, but then I, I kind of go to. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of a weird. So if you're if you're taking the chapter master to, in this list, it's more it's it's really for the eradicator squad. Um, that does that mean your eradicators are going to be walking up the board? So if they're walking up the board, you you're not really doing anything to protect them. So I, I'm not a big fan of that. Um, yeah, and eradicators are typically unit that. That you kill right away, or you want to kill right away? Yeah, they're. I mean, they're gonna. They're gonna be drawing a huge amount of fire, and if you want them to survive, I don't think. I'm not sure that the uh, chapter master upgrade is super necessary on them. I guess. Um, that's probably my one comment on that. I just the. That's like a good example where I think. So you got you have the eradicator squad, um, that moves hits on fours because they're all heavy. So, you know, I guess and you have ways to to fix that. For salamanders, one CP to count as stationary, so that helps. So then you, if you're investing that much, you really want to hit. So you got the chapter master too. Totally makes sense. Uh, but you know, if you if you have to deep strike them or anything like that, then they are not getting a chapter master buff. Um, so I don't. Otherwise, you're walking them up the field. Uh, unless you're planning to do that stratagem. Uh, what's it called? There's the one that they can bodyguard for a unit. So I think his blade guard could do it to him. Um, I don't. I think I don't know the exact wording on that, so I'd have to reread that. Maybe that's his his plan. 
Um, but that's a lot of that's like that's a lot of tricks on a lot of CP that you need. Starting with five CP, like all of a sudden I'm going to do a turn and I'm out of CP after that. Yeah, so that's that's probably my my big comment with this is I feel like you're you're close to being able to to you basically can drop the you drop the uh, what do you call it the hammer strike the hammer strike hammer strike and you're you're almost at the point of of adding two cheap tax squads or something something mm-hmm. to get it to a battalion. So like change the hammer strike and infiltrators for three uh three tac marines and then another HQ, right? You only has one HQ or does he have two? Oh he has two. But you know maybe you okay. leave uh you can leave the infiltrator either you could do some tweaking. There's different ways yeah. to tweak it. So definitely but I would I would definitely that's probably my number one comment is you need more C P. So but I think that's that list. Yeah. Charles next will work one. on I'm sure. Let's what do we oh, add yeah. next? We have a uh, We had a uh, Black Templars. Black Templars, yes. So we have High Marshal Helbricht. He's classic. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Primaris Chaplain on Bike. Uh, Master Sanctity Frontline Commander. And then a Tech Marine with the Aurelian Shroud. I think that's the four plus plus ability. Okay. I'll check. I think uh, it is. Yeah, three assault intercessors, uh, two blade guard vet squads, five mans, uh, two redemptors, a vanguard vet squad with. Oh boy! Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We got ten of them, and it looks like it's fifty-fifty shields and thunder hammers. Um, and then he has a. Oh boy. Eradicator squad, a big eradicator squad. Are they is it a six man? It is a six man. You can combat squad that, so it's probably what's going on there. Yeah, the points. I'm not. Something seems a little off on us. Some of the points doesn't quite seem right on that. Yeah, it doesn't seem like enough stuff. I feel like there should be one more unit or something. Oh no, I mean, I mean, it's a 300 point. I think the points are right. I'm just talking specifically about the eradicators. But I mean, the, the Eradicators and the Vanguards is 600 points. Yeah, the Redemptors, that's 1,000. Okay. So, another almost 400 from the Blade Guards, and then you check on three characters. 300 from Assault and, yeah, from assault and Accessories. Yep. So I think the number one, and I just I remember I remember this vaguely from Ben last week, um, probably the number one thing is uh, if you want to do the trick... With blade guards in an impulsor, you need an impulsor, <laughs> and it's it's definitely a good trick to think about with with uh, with with uh, black templars. Um, the other thing too is what you got two. You got two uh, a one tech marine and for for two dreadnoughts. I don't I don't know if you're running enough to justify that, and then the vanguard vets that is an expensive unit of. Vanguard. That's that for 325, 325 points. With with. Why, why would you bring a assault intercessors over crusades guys too? I mean, I know it's like an extra attack, right? Uh, is it? Probably, maybe. Our our resident expert is not here. Yeah. Uh, our uh, our black tip. Does he have an apothecary on the list? Did I missed that. Here. Yeah, he does. He doesn't have the apothecary. 
Well, that's like so, a must take for Space Marines, I think. Yeah, unless yeah. you're playing Space Wolves, you definitely want an Apothecary in there. Yeah. OP thing. And then I, they unless, got healing Right in the fields, guys. Right in the fucking fields. Yep. And the Assault Intercessors, I don't know if you don't have Crusaders, that's fine. If you have the old Marines and Crusaders, they're 20 points a unit cheaper. I mean, that almost pays for your Apothecary. Um, and then I'm... And this... Salamanders, I could justify Eradicators in. A Sword uh, Brothers, two base tags. Are they? Yeah, I just I looked it up just now. Well, it's the is it? I don't remember which one it is, but yeah, they're they're pretty similar. I know I know a lot of people are super hype on them because they're like they're four points. Eighty points or something like that, or uh, fifteen points. Yep. Uh, yeah. Two attacks. Yeah, they're really similar to Assault Intercessors. So. Yeah. But but four points cheaper. Um, what I was saying about the Eradicators, though, I mean, you have the Redemptors, so you've got some range firepower. The Eradicators, they're just... Salamanders can really crank them up to 11. Uh, Dark Angels can get good work out of them. Uh, to really maximize Eradicators, there's not... There's there's far fewer Space Marine armies that can... You know, I guess the only trick that... Uh, you know, you really have is to devout push them to get them a little extra inches. Um, I don't know if that's worth it, I guess. Because 300 points uh, of eradicators, you know, that gets you some multi-attack bikes, which is more units. Because uh, that's like, again, you kind of go back to looking at secondaries. Um, what is this list? Like, are you... You don't... Like, engage is not really an option for this list. <laughs> you know, it's assault intercessors, blade guard vets two Redemptors, like, it's not going to be reaching out and scoring Engage. So, I think... I think as survival as, as Storm Shields make you feel, uh, uh, those Vanguard vets will drop really quick all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. That's... Uh, yeah, two wounds each. I mean, I'm sure it's a 204 up, but also I'm shooting, you know, AP1 strength for guns. That's going to chew through those guys at a pretty decent rate. Well, and that's you're paying 325 for half storm shields and half lightning claws. If you were to invest a little bit more, you could be you'd have a terminator unit that's obviously a little slower, but a one up with four ups, you know, it's virtually the same output but 10 more wounds on the unit and better saves. So well, cool. And and it's kind of it's kind of weird too, I think uh one uh, the relic terminator squads i think there's something there because you can take claws and uh storm bolters so a relic terminator squad in black templars they're two attacks base three on the charge four with a claw and then the plus one you could be a, you could have 50 attacks in that unit and it's not doing multi damage but in this meta of more and more minus one damage being one damage with three roll wounds is pretty damn good versus being, you know, I think there's something there. But anyway, but Someone's I, I think picking up a lot of background. Is that you again, Sean? I hope not. Is it me? Yeah. If, if you just <laughs> muted, it's you. Yeah. <laughs> so, we're sorry, listeners at home. You can blame Sean for that shit. But yeah, that's my one comment about this list. Is I think you need to. It can score Oath, um, it could score Raise, but like trying to go for an Engage or something like that, it doesn't really have anything. It, that's not an option for that type of list. Not realistically. 
I restarted my PC and I put my settings back to the original uh, ones. It does it every uh, time. It's yeah. super annoying. So the next list is, is a quick one. Is Tau. Okay. Uh, and <laughs> none of us know anything about Tau. Uh, I think the only, thing we, the only thing we said about this one, I feel like... Are there a lot of broadsides and missiles? That's all That's all we need to know. He has a whole lot of crew. Man. And all then right. he has stealth suits and crisis bodyguards with plasma. And then some piranhas. Don't bring plasma. And, and the bombers. I think my only comment about is I, I don't know anything about Tau, but I feel like you're trying something new that nobody's trying. It might work because you got enough obsec bodies. Uh, but you got, the, yeah, I just don't know enough about Tau. We go back, we're talking about efficient units all of a sudden. It's like, so you're looking like efficient units for Tau right now uh, are probably broadsides, and then they're probably crisis suits with either the, the cyclic ion blasters or flamers on them. I and think those has, are probably oh, and cold star commanders and the commanders in general. But those are probably a, like a, a five man, five man bodyguard. It looks like with plasma or six. I don't man. think plasma worth it. I just don't think it's worth it. Yeah, and again, I think I'd rather have a bunch of silic, silic ion, ion blasters or or the flamers in that in that uh, instance. Yeah, I I don't know anything about Tau. The fuck's a Tau? Yeah. <laughs> So. They, they struggle with primaries, but they can they do do sectors okay. I, I really and, think and that's where he's got the crude. So I mean, yeah. taking from yeah. crude, I think is a. I don't remember what their defense. And stats I think they have were. a. I think it's just a five up save, but I think they get a scout move and stuff like that too, so they can be up yeah. the board a little bit quicker. But I assume they're opsec. So if they're opsec, um, they're not. They're elites. <laughs> I'm no, no, they're, right they're, now. no. They're are crude really elites? Let me no, just double not. check. This, this says troops. No, Duncan, shut up. Those are crew sharpers that are elites. Shapers. 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 Yeah. You're gonna. You're gonna God damn it! You're gonna make me pull up a goddamn towel. <laughs> you're gonna ruin my ruin my the cleanliness of my. Makes me feel dirty. My app. I'm gonna have to start my phone. All of a sudden, Dan's talking about towel jank. Dude, I talk. I, I literally talk about towel, and my app doesn't want to load. See, <laughs> it just oh damn it, there it goes. So crew, crew carnivores, <laughs> crew carnivores, yeah, yeah, they're they're troops. Do they, they have any? Let's let's, let's go into this. I think they uh, have a five up armor save, and I think they oh, have a scout. They have a six up armor save. Oh, six six points of model though. <laughs> that is six pretty points. cheap. Do they sell a bonus in like woods and terrains and stuff like that or no? Start the first battle round before the unit, for first turn it can move seven inches. So it's a pregame move, which is okay. not bad. And seven inches is, is decent. That's what she said. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey. They're also yeah. a seven-inch move. Yeah, I don't... She's I don't... never said that to me. <laughs> I mean... I mean, for 60, uh, 60 points for a unit of them, that's not bad. Yeah. yeah. And he's got uh, True Tox Riders. Let's go with those. Strength six, T five, four wounds with a six up save. Oh. Twenty eight points a model for four wounds. Uh, strength seven gun, uh, forty eight inch range, minus one AP, D three damage. Meh. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty fucking really, I mean, they're cheap as hell. Yeah. Uh, they're pretty cheap, but is that like spawn efficiency where they they have a decent amount of wounds for their points? But yeah, but their save is just ass. Yes. Yeah. A six-up save. Those four wounds aren't gonna last very long at T five. 
Hey, no. their crude talks fists do two damage. <laughs> the one isn't there. The, isn't the Tau crude guy from that box set? Blackstone uh, Fortress. Blackstone Fortress. Uh, I don't remember his name, but if you take if you're taking all that crude, I don't know. You, you might want to look into taking him. He used to have a good ability uh, for dropping some mortal wounds. I don't know if he still has that or not. I don't even know what the hell his name was. I don't even see him in here. Okay. We've talked too much about Tal. Let's go on to the next yeah. one. <laughs> uh, last one is Grey Knights. So he's got the Vindicare Assassin, Brother Captain, uh, Drago, one, two, three strike squads, uh, the Apothecary, one, two, three purifier squads with warding staff heavy, uh, Servitor squad, and then looks like one, two, three purgation squads with side cannons. Um, I think I, I don't think I remember what this one is. I don't, I don't like the Vindicare. Uh, it's just, I think you should start as another assassin, and then if you decide to change the Vindicare, that's fine. But I feel like you get a lot more mileage out of the Cluxus or the Calidus or even the Eversor. So yeah. a lot more reliable mileage. Well, and I think, you know, like you said, if you can... That strat's only, like, what, one CP to switch out the Assassin? Mm-hmm. So it's not not crazy expenditure if you feel you get into the game or, like, you want that Vindicare versus having the Kalexis, you know, or yeah. whatever. But If you get the open... If you get an open train board and... If you get the if you got the board for a Vindicare, it's fine. But if you don't have the board for it, it's kind of bad. That's probably only only real comment about that. Otherwise, I think it's, it's just mass... Bodies, which is, I think, how you get. Oh, the silencers and side cannons on everything. Uh, he has side cannons on his heavy squads, and then a bunch of storm bolters and silencers on the purifiers. So, I do think Grey Knights. It's uh, (laughs) a just a flood of bodies is where it's at right now. So. Yep. And Grey Knights, I think paladins are good, but they're just too expensive compared to what regular terminators do. Yeah, and and one thing I like about Grey Knights is it's the worst. I mean, it sucks they give up four, but that is <laughs> that's like orcs playing uh, playing. They give up, bring it down. It just it is what it is. Yeah. But Grey Knights, they have that stratagem to to deep strike with a ninch. I think they. I think anyone can do that. So that is baller as hell. Like it's a guaranteed to score. Uh, you know, deploy and that type of thing. Like they've got. Their secondary game is pretty good. Well, and then they so. have a like you can shoot in the psychic phase and then move <laughs> type shenanigans. You know, inner fire bombs good. <laughs> you know, you yep. put a get a cheap ass poth carry deep striking close to something, and it's not just an entire wide like deep strike army. Like anybody can deep strike, or is it just about almost anybody? Can uh, deep strike squads deep strike deep strike on their data sheet. Um, other stuff, you know, you can do it with, with teleportarium. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but they also have a unit that can you know take a move across the board for free. And then the thing is, there's a psychic power of astral aim. So or not astral aim. God damn it! What's it called? That's a good power still. Gate of infinity. You know, you can just uh, gate stuff around the board where you want it. You know, and but then like I said, there's the uh, I think it's dynamic insertion or something where they can go close to to whatever and score something like that dude can't charge but if you get him to where you want that inner firebomb and catch some characters you know it doesn't suck so 
You know, and there's I think there's repetitive Vortex of Doom in that list too in there. Uh, he I didn't even look he just yeah. psychopath yeah. somewhere. You get to a certain point and you kinda of are forced that way though. Yeah, so but Vortex is good. I don't know, Grey Knights are like just just a hair outside of being where they need to be, I think. They need to they just they need really some good wounds. for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. And the, but the, it's kinda of weird, they uh, might be coming back if if Dark Angels get more popular, I think Grey Knights get a little bit better because you know, a four hundred point block of Terminators doesn't like getting smited. So even if it's only for, even if it's only for two damage at a time, it's still add up. So. Well, when you got three of them that can probably do it on averages, you know, smiting you for two at a time, it starts to add up after a minute. Yep. So I don't think it's. I think it's. But it looks like a close to as good of a granite list as you can yeah. get. I think they're going to be be super cool when they get two wounds, but. Hopefully uh, they don't have some idiot right in their book that makes them crazy. So Matt Ward, uh, they need to put the guy that wrote Space Wolves book on them, so they're <laughs> they're definitely not going to be OP. So. Yeah. <laughs> but, all right, fellas, too. we could probably call her a night there. I think we got through all hey, of our list. Can we do my list. Well, your list. What's your yeah. list? Let's yeah, hear Doctor, it. Let's talk about your let's list. Let's, let's hear, hear it. it. Let's see it. I will destroy it. Oh. Where's it at? Never mind. Where's it you at? Go ahead, Omi. I uh, I made an admec list. I didn't post it anywhere. I just well, I, I post it in the chat what right now. Drop it. One second. We're doing it live. Yep. How many attachments? One. Oh. Mars. It's in oh, the it's, it's in the podcast chat. All right. Let's see. We got a call. Okay. Starting good. Not bad. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Data says, "What's his warlord trait?" That one lets you fall back. Or with the Admech vehicles, or uh, fuck, what was the other one? Part of that. There's three of them, right? Every one of them, well, those new powers are three each or something like that. Yeah, the other part of it, uh, it's the fallback, and then there's something else that's really good about it. Now I can't. Is that the half range extra AP or no? Yeah, I'm already. I'm already. Right. Yeah, I already don't yeah. like. I don't like that part of it. We'll get to there though. Uh. So. The and he does something guy. else too, doesn't he? he? Is he the one that, like, if you're within a certain oh, range, yeah, you that get one, an extra bonus? The Datalosis lets you pick a unit within 24 inches that you can see, and they add a, all your admin gets a plus one to hit on that unit. So that guy is really good. Um, the tech but you're not you're not using him to his full potential. What? In my opinion. Okay, so let's just go through your list. You got Call, Datalosis, Tech Priest Engineer. Uh, Cataphron Destroyers okay. with Plasma. Uh, over. With plasma yep. yep. Two two Rangers. Two Electro Priests. Yeah, one shooty and one fighty. Yep, then you got a fucking fat unit of Ballastar. Two Cerberus Raiders, good, good. Scorpius Disintegrators, good. And Scorpius Dune Rider. Okay, so... I got some points left over, but I haven't decided what to do. So my first instinct is that Ballastar unit is. Do you own six? Don't worry about me. Do not. Do you own six? <laughs> How no, many do you own? I Good. don't know. Good. Okay. You don't. I don't hate those guys, but I mean that's what twelve last cannons. Correct. I thought I about mean, auto cannons, but I'm not sure. So I don't. With, I don't with like me and that. I, I like, I don't mind auto cannons. I don't mind mixing in like one or two last cannons in there. It saves you a couple points. Yeah. Uh, 
And it's still a pretty decent shooting. Do you have the exploding sixes on yes. your tech priest, I'm guessing? Yeah. Yeah. So all of a sudden, like, it's nice when you're shooting, you know, four last cannons, and all of a sudden it's turning into six last cannon shots. Yeah, it, it gets pretty spicy with that plus one to wound strat. So that's basically yeah. what I have for them. Because that plus I don't, one to wound I don't strat like, yeah. I don't like six last cannons. I would rather just see one or two last cannons and the rest. That's fair. Uh, auto cannons. I know well, Dan doesn't like, but that's where I sit on them. I just don't. I, I will never be a fan of that fat of a unit of them. Um, it's just that's just a lot of points. Um, but what I was going back to say with Datalosis, So this is what I've uh, I've kind of seen. You take Datalosis, He's not your warlord. Um, you take Datalosis and then three units of servitors with as many multi meltas as they can take, which is like I think two. Um, but they're dirt dirt cheap. And then uh, Datalosis and all the servitors go into Strategic Reserve, and then they come on from Strategic Reserve. Datalosis picks a unit. That, so they're near Datalosis. I think he bumps into BS4 then. And then uh, he give, Datalosis gives him plus one to hit against that target. So you come on from Reserve and you dump 12 some multi-multi shots in, hitting on threes, I think re-rolling ones if you have the... I, I don't know if they're affected by that or not. but I mean, They should a, be. But that that's a that's a that's a that's a nice little outflanking package that people have okay. to respect. Well, I'll have to that's, look into that. I have not even looked at servitors because they're usually fucking garbage. So. Yeah, that's the only oh. only time I I feel like that it's kind of it's kind of cute. I don't I don't get why you have both unit of electro priests because I feel like one's gonna get left, you know, out to dry kind of thing. One one's of them gonna go I would outflank and then. Yeah, one of them would be the, the shooty guys. I would probably do the outflank strategic reserves as they have a twelve-inch range, and then I would probably put the fighty boys inside of the Dune Rider. So that twelve-inch range, like I feel like I can, I can dictate a lot of where you're gonna go or what you're gonna shoot with them. I guess so, that's the twelve-inch range, but basically from the from the board edge, it's eighteen since I'm only within six. Still, I I feel like I can dictate what you're gonna shoot with them. That's fair. If you're gonna do strike yeah. them. I, if if like I don't mind seeing them in a drill or something like that, I know that was the thing people. Ah, uh, dude, put them in I look at drills. I look at drills. Yeah. They're fucking expensive. They're 180 uh, points. Now. What yeah. they're good? T8, yeah. 14 wounds, five yeah. melta shots. Yeah. So, so oh, guns actually got better on them suckers. Yeah, yeah. The the thing about the thing I think the thing I like about Admech is Admech, like their their spot in the meta. I almost feel like is kind of like. They're almost the premier mortal wound faction. That's like, yeah, yep. But to that degree, I feel like you're not leaning into that hard enough. So, yeah. what would what would be a better unit to use the Wrath of Mars? Or, uh, since that's basically the robots. Well, robots, well, robots are expensive as fuck. They're expensive. They are expensive. It's a model or something like that. Yeah. Yes. I don't. I mean, I don't hate robots, but I don't think robots are survivable enough. No, necessarily, I, yeah, but that's what my one or two games with them. That's what I I ran into. So I'd have to go reread it, but I know some people were doing. Is it the uh, one of the flyers? Is it the flamer flyers or the other flyers that do mortals and they run over people? Oh, that's the jump. The jump troops. Oh, uh, Jesus Christ! What are those guys called? There's one of those that they get out of the. You can put them in a transport. They can get out of the transport. They, then they can move up, like just you basically jump over somebody. 
or just you know you don't have to move past them. You just gotta go over them and come back, and it'll do a handful of mortals doing that. And then I think they have one of them has fifty shot, you know, five shots apiece. Flechette blasters. That is yeah. the Petriaxi sterilizers, or the fuck they're called. Yeah. So. Okay. I think so. I think there's that. The other one is uh, the, um, the the bomber. Like the bombers are dirt just, cheap. Yeah. Like 120 points, 130 points. Yeah. They're ridiculously mobile now, and like with, with the, where you can you can put them wherever you want, basically. Well, and and against does I don't I gotta go reread some stuff, uh, the exact wording, because I think I. Anyway, I gotta reread it. I don't I don't I'm 90 percent sure it doesn't work on Death Guard. Um, but it definitely works on like Dark Angel's Terminators or Ben's Terminators or anything like that. Uh, the half movement ability. So against anybody around oh. like a, a big I, Death Star. I tossed around putting a couple of those copters into instead of a few other things for that strat specifically. Just because, I mean, I feel like this army's weakness is a fast moving, or just in general, just a, a big chunky assault unit. It is. Yeah. Slowing them down. Would be pretty pretty important. So I've tossed well, that your, around. Your raiders are there to slow stuff down. You you run around blue box yeah, with them, and then if true. they get charged, you run away. If they get shot, Eat. that's okay. No big deal. Yep. The hell it might not. I die. also like the like the Scorpius disintegrators are fifty fifty for me. There's a lot of terminators out there right now, and there's a lot of those one up saves, and they have a lot of AP one guns. So you're not going to go through that armor quick enough. Um, I kind of like. The Dune Crawlers, sure, they have the same AP, but I have, cheap, I have and they mine. still throw out the same amount of shots or a decent amount of shots. I have mine with the the, uh, the Belarus, or excuse me, the Formerite cannon. So it's the minus three, not the. Uh, is that the oh, is that the minus three cannon? Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's a little better than yeah. I, I, I don't like that uh, Belarus energy cannon anymore, just because of that minus one AP. It needs. Yeah. It needs an extra AP to be worth it, in my opinion. You know what I think the weakness of this list is? Hmm. The player. Can play it. Uh, yeah. Well, on that note, it's been real. It's been fun. We'll see y'all later. Well, and the, the, what I was going to say is the the other thing you can think about is are you set on set on pure admech? Not necessarily. Because I, I I think I think I think admech have a lot of tools, but I think. Looking at pairing them with somebody that fixes that pretty important hole of being a, like a melee aggressive move forward unit. Custodes, um, custodes, or, or anything yeah. else. You know, you want to do it, but you want to do it ch- as cheap as possible to yeah. be able to maximize your admec. That's where I think a lot of people struggle, and that's that's that. that their soup is souping is hard. So, but I think if you if you could pick something up there, that would help. So, but you've got some of the. I think you, I like I said. I think you got some of it down. I think there's just yeah. There's a lot. It's not the worst there. list I've seen. No, it's, I think these start. Not yet. Yeah. Well, the problem is the real. The problem is you know it's what February, so uh, March, April, May, June, July. So you you know we won't see on a table for five six months. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, by that point, this might you know. FlyMonkeyCon.com. They're up for sale. Yeah. How many tickets did you sell before you said that? Um. Well, somebody fucking let the cat out of the bag when I made it on 
BCP, somebody was combing through that shit, and I was like, oh, Dude, I, I think there are, like, BCP creepers out there, because, I like, I'll put so. up an event, and, like, before I even put it, like, in our local team chats, like, people have already bought tickets, and I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, <laughs> so. You get, like, notifications being yeah. on the phone and shit, yeah. but Sean, to tell you how many we've sold so far, is 16. Not bad. I'm one of not even being announced yet. So, oh. yeah, if you want that sweet tier one swag, get in there. We have koozies okay. for Jason Horn this year. Oh yes, and then we're also doing bags. We have uh, bags for people uh, like tote bags. So, but the the koozies look pretty cool. So you yep. can you can make a met gun whatever you want to make out of them. So we'll have them. There's there. only four tier one tickets left. So, so if, if you you're listening to this, you should probably buy your ticket like now. I'll be swag. there. This will be my first flying monkey. Good, man. Good. Dude, you're going to learn today. It's a good time. What, what am I going to learn? You're going to learn. Okay. <laughs> you're going to learn Duncan's late on everything, and usually the monkey yeah. is just be yelling at him on a deadline. So, no. Uh, <laughs> monkey, I am not late on. That's one yeah. thing I don't fuck around yeah. with. Everything last year, you, you did really, you did a bang-up job last year. You did a good job. What do you Even though... I had to get real pissed at somebody I never do. Yeah. What's that, Dan? Uh, I'd say, what are, you, what are you guys bringing to Holton? I'm probably going to dance with the girl I brought to the dance and uh, yeah. just keep running the the sisters. I, uh, I've i been hitting up Sean and playing with a Death Guard list. I might run the Death Guard list at RTT this weekend and see how it does. But uh, more than likely, I'm pretty, I'm pretty efficient with the sisters right now, so I'm probably going to end up just running them. I I'm running. In, I'm running. Oh, go ahead. No, as I say, I looked in my ITC battles, and like with the scissors right now, I'm like 18 and two, so I'm I'm doing pretty well with them. For sure. Don't try. I'm to running fix basically the uh, basically the same list, but I've moved some points around to where I've added Death X Warp Time. Yeah, I'm class. Death X I'm... Warp Time Morty is going to be a thing. You have to figure it out. I got the counter for that. It's called Gas Gold. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I feel like I can, I can kill Gas Gold pretty quick. I mean, I guess it's not... Well, actually, I do have some tricks where I can I can do some wounds and, and the movement phase and stuff like that, too. So. Get a little get, get a grenade. You ain't killing there's, Gas. There's, some stuff. there's some stuff I can do. Hey, there's you know what my answer to killing Morty is? Not, not playing, playing 40k. <laughs> not playing 40K. <laughs> I've been testing mana cores, full payload mana cores, and I want to play against Death Guard so bad. She's fucking vengeance for Cadia, most OP strat in the game. Make a uh, Michael Cornwell rack it up for you, man. Yeah, he's uh he's trying to he's trying to. We wrote him a a, a Death Guard and what's what's the the iron. Iron, 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 iron Warriors? Iron Warriors. Iron Warriors, yeah. We're one of a Yeah. Death Guard. He's, he's, I think he's testing out a Death Guard Iron Warriors list. Yeah. Or, Does he no, bring a bunch of Decimators? No, dude. Fucking a Blitz. Literally the best shooting Chaos have. Fucking Iron Iron Warrior Blitz. They they, they they chug CP like Red Bull, but they can... And then you can, you can semi-character them where... <laughs> can't shoot them unless they're the closest to so you can kind of 
that got too ghetto. We did, we just we didn't try to pull that off on the list. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah that, was, that was that was too ghetto. Was it a consideration I, though? It had to at least be a consideration. We we talked about it, but the yeah. Iron Warrior one is you got to be the all the cultists have to be within six inches. Nah, man, <laughs> stupid. Yeah, but so he's trying that out and cookies, cookies, dude, you poisoned that that poor poor dude with those fucking tears. He literally is messaging me right now. He's like. <laughs> I had the opportunity to buy a bunch of gaunts. Like, just talking about buying 150 gaunts. He, he messaged me the other day. He's like, man, that box that I want, I've been just diving into, I'm paraphrasing, but basically Homeboy's been like looking for all the Tyranid jank out there, and he's trying to do it now. If you talk to him about Tyranids, even though he's never used him, He's like, oh, dude, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just shoot the uh, little spore mine fuckers. The little, <laughs> he's like, I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna block you with spore mines. I'm just gonna block you with spore mines. Just get fucked, and it's just, uh... <laughs> <laughs> or is or, or or hive guard, hive guard, or it's fucking, it's 2018 again, baby. Hive guard are good though. They went down in points in this last gimmick, so yeah, it, we'll see. It'll be, it's fun to see him at least excited about something else. So yeah. But, yeah, I didn't, yeah, I didn't I think it'd be Tyranids. I didn't picture him to be the Tyranid guy. Well, and he keeps writing 180 gauntlets, and I'm like, dude, no, you're not, you are not going to enjoy 180 gauntlets. Like, just to push that around the table. But there's synapse. Buy some movement trays. Yeah, uh, yeah. Synapse. They don't go away. Going from a 20 model custode army to 180 <laughs> yes. model gaunt army. Ridiculous. Uh, it's gonna be funny. So. Yeah, What's Cookie running? He doing the custody thing? Uh, yeah, I think he's he's uh, he he bought a bunch of scions, and so he's uh, he tested out a scion list with custodies last night. Dude, his goddamn Venatari! I don't know what it is about when he play. He had a Venat his Venatari. While we were talking about the the Creed grenades, his Venatari unit got gas grenaded twice on. Uh, he tra- he was transhumaning against the gas grenades to try to keep him alive, and uh, but his one he had one Venatari by himself like. This one Venatari was the only thing alive on that flank for like two turns by itself before the fucking thing finally died. But yeah, he's he's doing some some sort of custodies. So nice. Yeah. Well, Dan, I look playing for what else? Guys. I'm ninety percent doing. It's it's a similar version of my orcs, probably with a gas going there just to have something. Some that's that's my answer to to trying to hold an objective is put fucking gas going. On. Gotcha. But I can hold it for a turn then. Should be more to turn, but yeah. So you gonna you gonna match up with Josh uh, Joshter round one? Uh, or is he playing as an Outlander since he's over where you're at now? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, it's time to go home. So thanks for coming in tonight, guys. Like I said, Duncan uh, got the tickets up for Monkey. Uh, www.flyingmonkeycon.com. Uh, we got four of the tier one left. Um, like I said, word got out. BCP started getting around for some reason. And then uh, we have some legendary swag bags that we've given out every year. So, Also, uh, Bug Eater Dan? Uh, it's the first weekend in June. I, I know that they're, they're doing uh, the main GT on Saturday, Sunday, six rounds. Okay. And I think they're talking about doing something Friday, but I'm not sure exactly. What Where can they get tickets at? Uh, I think it, I think it's bugeatergt.com. Just Google it. Okay. Look on Facebook. Sean, show me showdown. Yeah, show me showdown July 10th and 11th. Yeah, Neymar. KC. Right so uh, yeah. if I if I get a four on paint score and you guys see the building on fire, you know what happens. <laughs> it's. I mean, I'm not doing paint scores, so don't talk to me. Yeah. 
but I will be judging, and I'll uh, I'll put my leg up on a table if you need it. My man, I'm my man. Just wear them he's gonna shorts. Just, he's gonna distract the paint, the paint yeah. judge just to fuck your scores. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, closing around. Anyone got anything to add? Go watch the Mortal Kombat yes. trailer that just dropped. It's pretty fucking badass. Dude, two trailers right now got me excited for movies again: Godzilla vs. Kong and uh, and Mortal Kombat. Like, uh, I'm hoping to get some good movies out of the out of the COVID rut we've been in. So, yep. But looking forward to those. All right, guys. If Wargaming was easy, it would be your mom. We'll see you next week. Uh, we'll be doing our drawing for Patreon. Peace out. Game over, man. It's game over. <laughs>